Hello, this is Darla Delane, founder of She CEO, and I'm super excited about what we're going to talk about today because it is taking all of these really high-level new learning pieces that we've been talking about and putting it all together for the big picture. And um, you know, as a former teacher, this is kind of like my happy place is uh, putting it all together so that we can all really be using this. So the question today is, who is holding back from the real goal or vision or dream? So, you know, you've got this thing you're working towards right now, but there's this really big, bodacious, crazy one that's gone through your head before. You know, I've got one that is you know, well, as an actress before I was, you know, it was Oscar, Emmy, you know, getting, having all of those awesome awards, right? Now I've got ones that are like, uh, speaking to, uh, you know, some large group of thousands of people being on Forbes magazine, you know, it's like, they're, they're really, really like, when you say them out loud, they sound a little crazy to people, but we all have them. So who's holding back from that? Because you think it will either take way too long anyway, if it ever happens, because it's a little out there, or you'll have to work even harder than you are right now to make it happen, and you're just not available anymore for that kind of crazy hard work. And this smaller goal that you've landed on is a little more justifiable when you say it out loud. No, you don't feel weird. People don't feel weird. And, and this one is already taking long enough. It's already taking a little bit longer than you want. And you'd really like for it to kind of not take quite as much hard work either. Like you'd love it to be a little bit easier. And when you achieve this smaller goal, you feel like then you can not work as hard. Then you can live the life you want to live. Then you can go for even that next level goal because this is completed. And of course, using the same work hard over a long period of time formula to get this next goal. And then you can really relax and feel better and all will be well. Like that is what is in the brain of the human because your brain is programmed to think that way and culture has locked it in for you. It's all true because it is how we're doing it. Except the fact that when you do reach the goal, you'll only feel better for just a red hot minute. And then you're on to feeling worried or frustrated about the next goal. <laughs> like you only get the goodies of the feel good for just a minute. We all know that. It's like, oh, you've been wanting this thing, wanting this thing, and it shows up and you're like, yay. Okay, that's it. It's over. On to the next. So we live for these tiny little moments of elation and happiness and excitement that comes at the end. And this way of doing it is exhausting. It's not a lot of fun along the way. It's certainly not fulfilling because you've got this real purpose out there, this bigger picture out there, and you are settling for what is 
predictably going to happen a little bit sooner instead. So what do we do? Well, we're looking for a quick fix. You know, what's something that can quickly make this change? Like what's something, there's got to be something I'm not doing, that if I just did this one little thing or had this one little thing or bought this one little thing, it would all be better. So this is the shiny object. <laughs> it's the band-aid. It's the quick fix thing that isn't the answer. There's not a quick fix, but there is an awesome answer. So it, it's not a quick fix because your brain is programmed to do it this way and culture supports it. So it's kind of all working against you, but there is an awesome answer. And in doing it, the answer is enjoyable. So that's the great news. It is going to take some time it, because you've got to retrain, you're reprogramming, doing those things. But along the way, you're going to feel even better than you do when you reach the goal because you're feeling better along the way. So that's the good news. And here is the answer. You ready? It's a brand new business model. And the business model is called Open Your Heart and Feel the Love. Okay, I can, I can hear your brain screaming now. Wait, what? Wait, no, we're talking about business, not my spiritual life, not my health, not my relationships. We're talking about business here. This isn't about this feel good, lovey-dovey, open your heart and feel the love. No, we're talking about business here. We want to be making money, selling products and services. We want to be having, you know, things happen. I want to be getting something finished and sell it. I need to do this stuff. I need to, you know, this is business. We're not doing that. This woohoo, lovey-dovey stuff has no place in business. You know, and when you think about people that are these woohoo, lovey-dovey people, you know, it looks like they just really don't have any goals, right? Like their head's all in the clouds and they aren't realistic, right? The way we're doing it now, though, is this think and do. Think about it and then do. Plan and predict. And then we've got this known outcome that's happened in the past. We've watched other people do it. We've done it before. We know this is how to do it. So we just plan and predict and we think and do. Well, when you think about these lovey-dovey people that you think have no goals, could it be that it looks like they have no goals because they keep meeting their goals constantly and they're not complaining and they're not upset and they're not frustrated and they're not worried? It could be that some of the goals that we want right now because we think they'll make us feel better once we feel better, we may not even want that specific thing. It may be something totally different. So let's not judge the lovey-dovey, woo-hoo, open the heart and feel the love situation because we don't really know what's going on behind there except that they look a little happy, don't they? And isn't that kind of the whole point here is to feel happy and be happy? So let's get back to this thing on the way we're doing it now. So here's how it's different. The way we're doing now is this think and do, plan and predict. But don't worry, you're still going to get to think. And of course, you'll do 
what you love doing and it will make you feel even better. So you will be doing, will just be feeling in control first. So you won't have that out of control. I need the answer. I need the answer. What's the band aid? Help me, help me, help me. Where is it? I got to do, do, do. This has to be set up. I need this many followers. I need this thing done. I need this all finished. I need this offer done. I need this book written. I need to find an agent. I need to do this. I need to get clients. All that keeps us feeling out of control. So what's going to happen is you're going to feel in control. You're the one driving. You're going to be in control first. And then you're going to get to do all the fun actions because you're already going to feel in control. All right. So what happens is when you feel, you stop thinking. And that's okay because your brain will be there for you when you really need it, when you need to use it, when you need to think of it, it will be there. But what we've been doing is taking the heart out of the equation. When as humans, this is how our bodies work. We work through energy. We are literally holograms of particles held together by energy, right? And we send out a thought. It's, you know, this is all this thing that happens with like radio waves and TV waves and like how we're doing this call right now. I'm sitting in Las Vegas in a room by myself saying some stuff that I'm recording to be able to send to other people. And some of you are here in your place all over the U.S. and the world, and you're hearing it in real time. Well, I'm not in your face. You're not even looking at me. This is an audio, but you can hear everything I'm saying. So this is all through waves, right? So we already live in this world. We just haven't been acknowledging that that's how we do everything. We do everything through our energy. And the energy is what connects our brain and our heart. They work together with this. And we've been leaving the heart out of the equation. The heart is the receiver. The brain is the transmitter and the heart is the receiver. So when we're leaving the receiving out, doesn't it kind of make sense why we're having to work harder and do more and force it? Because we're leaving the whole piece out that receives it, right? And it is attached to particles. What we've been doing, like I said, is like what we've been doing is looking at this piece from a, a, a separate thought that we need to be moving the particles around and really it's the energy, right? So you're gonna feel, and when you feel, you'll stop thinking for a minute so that you can receive, and that's okay because your brain's gonna be there when you need it. And analyzing, with your brain is super helpful. Like, you know, this is gives you all of the information and the data that makes you even smarter in what you're doing, but this is after the feeling piece has happened. All right, so I am in a place now where I am really doing a lot of action on strategy right now. And if you've been following me at all, <laughs> you know that for, I've spent really the last four months retraining myself how to feel. Yes, four full months. Now, I didn't, I didn't stop what I was doing in my business. I kept doing those things in my business. I just added feeling practice to the actions I already really wanted to take. So I cut out anything I didn't want to do, only did things I was super excited about doing, and added this 
feeling practice to retrain. I also was doing research and figuring out how this was really working because my brain helps me when it understands. So I wanted that leverage of the brain to help. So this is what I've been doing. And so now we're, we've been talking about each of these pieces and we're going to put them all together. So Einstein tells us that the energy field is what controls the particle, not the particle controlling the particle. So we don't, the, the thing doesn't move the thing. It's the energy that moves the thing. And that's where we kind of had it wrong. We felt, we looked at ourselves as a 3D, you know, solid thing, trying to go get money, which was a 3D solid thing, or get clients, which is a 3D solid thing. And we're reaching out for these solid things, thinking it's our solid body that is actually doing it when it's really the energy of the thought and the receiving of the heart that's doing the work, not <clears throat> our physical action. So, it's happening anyway. The thought directs the signal and the feeling magnetizes that thought back to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. It happens anyway like that. That is how it's happening. It's not like I'm telling you to start making something happen that's never happened before. The only difference is we've been subconsciously living in this way. And now we're going to be more aware and more conscious of it and actually leverage it and use it, okay? <clears throat> so here's how all the steps work put together. First thing that happens is you give your attention to something. You place a focus on something in the right here and now, okay? Right here and now, you give your attention to something. So let's say we get an email from the bank and this email from the bank says that there's a certain amount of money in your account. And we give our attention to it, we read it. Or somebody walks in the room, or someone says something to us, or someone cuts us off in traffic, or we look at the time, or someone interrupts us. So something happens and we give our attention to it, okay? At that very moment, that it happens, we feel something about it. There's a feeling we get about it because we have developed a meaning about that thing. So the feeling comes from the meaning that is stored in your brain. And it's stored in your brain from some past experience or uh, some data that we have, something we were taught, Somehow, all of that, we've talked about meanings, all of that is, a, is stored in our brain. And when our eyes, our ears, our senses translate what we're giving attention to, it goes through our brain. Our brain looks through the file and picks out the meaning we have on that thing. So a, we see a dog. A dog watch, walks in front of you. Some people see the dog and all of a sudden they go, and they lean down and touch it because their meaning around a dog is filled with all these love and wonderful feelings. Someone else sees the dog and gets angry because it's crossing their path because somewhere in the past, something has happened to them that caused pain to them about a dog or they get scared and run. So same dog, same situation, 
the attention to it goes through different people's brains and all of a sudden there's a meaning that comes out. So someone sees I need more money in my business and one person sees there that and me and it means, oh no, I'm not successful, whatever. Someone else is like, that doesn't matter. I've got plenty of money somewhere else. You know, I, I know I'll make it. I've made it before. So the meaning is there in your brain. Okay. Then one or two things happens based on how you're feeling. If you are feeling love, any kind of love emotion, remember we talked about the emotional scale and content or anything better is a love emotion. And then bored or anything worse, all the way down to hopeless, is a fear emotion. So when you feel love, your heart automatically opens. You're connected to that thing and your heart opens. If you feel fear, then it goes to your brain instead and you have an attachment to it. This is like this codependent uh-oh, I need to think about what to do, fear-based thought, as opposed to a connected light, oh, let's grow and expand in this love feeling. So you give your attention to something, automatically feel either love or fear, one of the two. And that's based on the meaning that you give it, right? If you feel love, your heart is open, and you have this good feeling about it, right? And so now it expands, it's better, everything keeps moving along. If you feel fear, any fear, bored, irritated, frustrated, you know, anything, any kind of fear thought, heart closes, brain goes into action. And this is now we're going towards fear, okay? So now, one of those two are activated, your heart or your brain. If it's good, it's your heart. If it's bad, it's your brain. Now, your brain, if you have given at least 15 seconds of attention to this, your brain searches for an additional thought in the same category, in the same file folder, but a little stronger to help you get more of it because your brain is really an awesome, awesome organ that helps you get more of what you're paying attention to. So awesome. So your heart is open, you're feeling the love, and now your brain kicks in and says, yeah, that's great. And here's why it's even more great, right? But then if you're feeling fear, it's like, yeah, that is bad. And you don't like it. And, and this is something else that could happen because of that. Like, let me help you feel even more in that way. All right. So the heart feels this, you have this other thought. Now your heart feels even more love emotion or your brain feels even more fear. And in this piece, this is what is then attracted. This is the particles are then attracted. This is where you've sent this thought out from the energy field of this thought and your feeling, your emotion is what attracts it in. So now think of it this way. So we talked about the elevator with the emotional scale. So picture a penthouse and a uh, garage, I mean, a, um, a big building that has a penthouse at the top and a garage, parking garage below. And the ground floor is content, right? So wherever you are feeling 
has a level in this elevator. And that, when that thought goes out, your emotion attracts particles that are like that. So imagine if you are feeling bored and the door opens in bored, you are now attracting actual things, particles that have the same energy as this bored feeling. So the reason you are, you have anything right now, you have a certain level of health, you have a certain level of relationships, wealth in your business, in your life, the reason anything, the chair you're sitting in, the, the room you're in, the place you are, all of that, all of the stuff around you and the people around you were attracted to you, you received them based on the feeling you had about it, on the energy, on that wave, that energy wave of how you felt. That's where it was attracted. So you had a thought about it, this thought was on an energy wave based on how you're feeling about it. You then receive it through the heart on how you're feeling. Well, if your heart is feeling good, it's open. If it's not feeling good, it's closed up. And now we're receiving through our emotion that's kind of coming at us through more of our brain than through our heart. And now we're getting more of what we don't want. So this is how it's been working. Like you're, we're not, we haven't changed anything here. It is just how it's, we're just aware of it. Okay. So what happens next is your brain has another stronger thought. You've thought now 15 seconds, now another 15 seconds. Now it's even bigger. So if it was love thoughts, your heart is open. Ooh, synchronicities are popping in. Coincidences are happening. Things out of the blue. These particles are coming towards you. What you knew you would feel when you got the thing is headed your way, right? Then if you're in fear and you have planned and predicted these outcomes out of fear, you're getting more of what you don't want. <laughs> so if you if you don't want to, you know, like if what you're wanting is to have clients, but you're afraid, then you're getting less clients and you will get even less or you'll get clients that aren't really a match. Same thing with finances, relationship, your health, everything. If it's done out of fear, you've planned and predict and you have these known outcomes. Well, the more attention you give it in this fear space, the bigger, the more it's expanded in that direction. And then what happens is the elevator moves. So let's say we're feeling kind of content about something and we think of it, we, we are bringing into us content things. We think some more on it. We go to the next floor, which is hopeful. We begin to kind of move up this emotional scale. The more love that we're feeling, the more we're moving up the scale. The more fear we're feeling, the more we move down the scale. So we're started off bored, right? Which like right now, a lot of us, you know, had panic and then we went to bored. And the more we locked in on the being bored, the more the boredom started irritating us. And then we started getting frustrated. And some people have gotten flat out raging angry. 
because the more attention they're giving to it out of this fear, it's just growing. And some people, even though the conditions are crazy, are feeling better and better and doing better and better in the same condition because they're giving more of this attention to this good feeling. So now we're looking at it working like this. We've got, I want this thing. We put a meaning on it. It's either love or fear. When it's love at the heart, there's nothing to do. We don't have to do the brain. The, the brain's not involved. It's the heart. The heart doesn't tell you to go do something. The heart says, Woo, this is awesome. Swim around in here. This feels great. Let's do some more. And then there's just more of this love energy that happens. And all of a sudden, you start attracting more and more particles that are in this love thing. And so more and more awesome synchronicities and out of the blue. And you're so lucky. And look at my blessings. Just keep pouring in. If you're feeling fear, the brain says, mm, we must plan and predict. What are the known outcomes that are going to happen from this? And then we have more fear. And then less outcomes are available to us. And it just grows and grows and we're feeling worse and worse. So this business model of feel the love, open your heart is going to make you more money, bring you more clients, you know, get you the agent, get the, you know, be on the bestseller list, get the S Oscar and the Emmy. It's going to take you to that place, to that big bodacious dream that you have. You don't have to keep going back to the little dream thinking you need a quick fix, you're always just no attachment, but connected to your big one. And all this stuff comes in that's related to it. And it feels easier and there's less to do. So you're not working harder, you're working in more fun instead. So in this feel the love open your heart, we do like to do. So the doing becomes inspired action. We direct our awareness to what we want to grow from why we want it. That, oh, that heart, I just got chills saying it. You know, your heart grows, you're, you're feeling more, you're feeling better. And we're like, ooh, let me see how I can even do more of that from this inspired action. And that's where I am right now doing all this strategy stuff. I'm having a freaking ball with my social media strategy fill in my Facebook group. I'm like, oh, if I'm talking to this many people, what is it going to feel like if I talk to even more? That's going to be awesome for me and them. And I want to do that. So let me look at some data. How many people do I have? What am I saying? How am I doing this? All these things. So now the actions I'm taking aren't, I should be filling my Facebook group. It is, I can't wait. This is going to be so awesome. All these awesome people are going to be in there. We're going to be able to do even more. Yay, expansion, awesome, fun. And now time flies. I get so much done because my brain now kicks in and it's like, yeah, let's take all this smart stuff and make an even better system for you or more support for you because it is on board because you already know it's happening and your brain's completely on board and in a full on yes. And now it's supporting you. So you don't have to remember every single little thing. It's got support. It's got systems. It's got structures in there, but we felt it first. We're going to do the feel first in our new business model, right? 
Okay, so how do you begin to implement this open your heart and feel the love business model? We've put all the steps together and really what it is is cleaning up, tweaking and retraining all along the way. This is like learning a new language, right? Like it's all new. And the really cool part about that is it keeps you even more in the moment. You're less about, you know, depressing over the past or worrying about the future because you're in the moment. It reminds you this has already happened and you're already living it. Remember back when we talked about the old way of doing it and how you just got to feel good for that red hot minute, right? When it happened. In this way, it's already happened. And you, you got the red hot minute feeling, right? But you're, you're growing that and expanding that. So you get the goodie of the how you're going to feel the whole time. In your action, in the synchronicities, in everything you're doing. And of course, we all know that if you're in a really great mood and everything is is you, your meaning is all as well and everything is great, no matter what's happening around you, things do start getting better. Things do start happening in that way. And it affects every area of your life. And not only that, it affects everyone that comes near you because your energy is in this awesome space. And now you've changed the people around you who in turn changed the people around them. And now, you know, we've changed the world. I just got the image of the, the Coke. Okay, this, this is really gonna, <laughs> this is really gonna age me here. Uh, but there was a commercial that was done back in the 70s and it was, I'd like to give the world a Coke. And it was this thing where they showed people holding hands across the world kind of a thing. They did another one in the 80s. Um, but it's this same thing. It's like someone has the love, they pass it to someone else who passes it to the people around them. Also, there was a, there was a shampoo commercial that did this. It's like, and then two people tell two more people and they tell two more. It's this kind of a thing. But what are you doing? Nothing. You're just feeling great. That's it. That's the doing. And if you decide to do something, you're so hyped, nobody can stop you from it, right? All right. So now let's look at what are these steps that really keep you cleaning up and tweaking and retraining along the way. All right. So this is your quote unquote to-do list. Number one, notice how you feel. This is not a thing that we can subconsciously just allow to wreak havoc upon our lives anymore. If we, once you know, sorry, if you're listening to this, you now know. And when you allow it now, you're going to know it's you. And so this is first, notice how you feel. Back in the 80s, I did this thing called life training. It was kind of all the rage. It was the brand new law of attraction. It was all new. It wasn't really new. They've been doing this, of course, for centuries. But it was this new really going into the mainstream about it. And the whole time we were in the workshop, there was this gigantic poster board that sat on an easel written in red letters in all caps with an exclamation. And it said, notice. Notice. Just notice, notice how you're feeling. That puts you back in the driver's seat. 
you're back in control. Next, number two, redirect how you want to feel before you do anything. And you do this first and a map as much as possible. Redirect how you want to feel. There's tons of little ways of doing that. Um, that we've kind of talked about some of those before in some of the past um, workshops and trainings, but there, there's tons of ways to redirect how you feel. Number three, lock in the knowing. This is super important because this is where you get your brain on board. And now it's not fighting you. This is where everything gets a little easier, right? It also expands the feeling. So this is a real secret sauce. If you want a Band-Aid, here's your Band-Aid, all right? Lock in the knowing. And this means knock in the, lock in the knowing that it's already done. Remember, your brain cannot tell the difference whether you just imagined it or whether it physically happened because you're still using senses of sight and sound and some, and some you know, we can use all of our senses in visioning, right? And so if you envision it done and you're excited about it, you're locking it in with an emotion and your brain thinks it's done. So if you go back and say, I don't have this, that's a lie. Your brain gets confused. What do you mean you don't have this? It's already done. What, what are you talking about? Uh-oh, you don't have it. Now we're into fear. And you've just erased all that great work. So lock in the knowing with feeling the feeling and reminding yourself that it's done. Look, a good CEO does not micromanage the people in their business. This is micromanaging the already done with the how and the when. So we don't want to micromanage the done. It was done. You did it. Done. Done. And you're like, yeah, but I want to actually experience it. Great. You're human. Yes, you do. And to be able to experience it, you need to know that it's done so that your brain will let you do that because it's brand new. And don't forget, when you do experience it, it's only going to last for a few seconds. So why not enjoy it right now? So lock in the knowing with feeling the feeling, reminding yourself that it's done and stop micromanaging the already done with how's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? It's already happened. Would you ask when is it going to happen if it's already happened? That's like being pregnant for nine months, giving birth to your child, looking at him and say, when is my baby going to get here? It's right in front of you. It's right there. It's happened. So it's the same thing on this. Your brain does not know the difference. Number four, make time for synchronicities, coincidences, luck, blessings, out of the blue things to happen. Literally make time for it. Meaning set, put time in your schedule, look for it. Because it is how your heart does the work for you by attracting those particles of all these things. So I cannot begin to list the synchronicities and coincidences that have happened for me in my business over the last three weeks. It is, it, I, my word was, it's insane because it is so against what could ever have happened with the, if I had worked 24 hours a day giving my very best, and I'm good at what I do, if I had worked 24 hours a day giving my very best 
as hard of work as I could have worked, I could have never, ever gotten these things to happen because all of them were synchronicities that I didn't even have in my plan and predict. I've had so many people message me out of blue from places I couldn't even have imagined and ask me about certain things that I could not have imagined were going to be connected that now have blown up my business in a really awesome way. So I start looking for more of them and it's, it's continuing to happen. Number five, watch out for shoulds, need tos, and have tos. And when you see them, convert them to want tos. We've talked about this a whole lot in our, in our action goals, right? They need to be want tos for them to have the effect you want. If you're needing to do it, having to do it, or should do it, it's out of fear. So what's going to happen? It is not going to give you the effect that you want. So watch for if you've said, well, I should, do, I need to, I need to get this done. I should get this done. I have to get this done. Convert it to a want to if you really do want it done so that it will have a better outcome. Number six, clean up those meanings. If it has a meaning that brings fear, it's a lie. It's a lie. Every meaning that brings fear is a lie because you are fine all is well. Listen, we, we've got to stop being so afraid of death because death is like once it happens, we're fine again, right? Like, so it's like we've got to stop living our life, letting this fear of, and I say death because every meaning that's fearful comes down to you and then you're going to die. So if you can not be afraid of that, then you really can see that all these meanings are ridiculous. They are not true. Because for every meaning that brings you a fear, you can find a meaning that brings you more love. So cleaning up your meanings. I want to make 30000 this month. Well, what's it going to mean if you don't? It's going to mean I'm a failure. I'm not good at what I do. Nobody wants to work with me. Blah, 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 blah. Clean up those meanings. And number seven, your systems, your support, your structures, your plans are only and always inspired after you feel it done. They are not step one. They are not the answer. They are the icing on the cake. This is a complete flip. Your system structure, supports, plans, predicting, all of this needs to come from being inspired after you're feeling it already done. Super important. All right. Those are your seven steps to cleaning up and tweaking and retraining along the way. Kind of make a little list. Once you notice how you feel, see which one of these would really help you click into that, and then you have put in place your open your heart, feel the love business model. Now you're not working harder. Go after those bodacious goals because they're just as simple as anything smaller. And you're going to have so much fun along the way. Until next time. <laughs>